You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. So today we're going to continue in the gospel. We are doing a series on the gospel. So if you have not listened to the past, I think two or three, you definitely want to go back to those ones. Listen to them before or after you listen to this one. Alright guys, so let's move on. Now, today's... um. <clears throat> teaching i'm gonna title it god's love is the gospel god's love is the gospel and uh (laughs) well we we always start by saying god is love i mean it's a statement that we make every single time we talk about love oh god is love god is love god's love of course first john 4 7 and 8 i love that the song that came out of that all those verses beloved let us love one another i don't want to sing it because my voice is eh (laughs) For love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that loves not knows not God, for God, God is love. So God is love. God is the definition, the standard of love. Now, the problem we have today when it comes to the love of God, have you ever heard someone say, uh, I don't know if God loves me. I'm not sure God loves me. I don't feel God's love. And sometimes I just look at it like, yo, seriously? You want to what? Feel God's love. A lot of people are like, they live off of experiences experiences are extremely good come on like i mean i've had people who were wrapped in a cocoon of tangible feelings of love by the holy ghost and that did so much i remember a certain girl who was in our meeting that was many years back not many years like four years back or so and she just felt the presence of god wrap around her and she felt so loved and that thing took away lots of rejection from her heart and i mean that is awesome glory to god praise god i mean that's wonderful you get that's wonderful when that happens that just is mind blown that's an encounter and your encounters are very important you need encounters however we don't rely on encounters why because encounters are few and far between right there are many people that are, that are waiting for experience i want to see jesus walk into my room i want to see his eyes they say his eyes are liquid love fire whatever look if you rely on those things you will never i'm telling you never be a confirmed hardcore hard knock christian you will always be like a banana you will not be someone that is reliable by god because you are relying on feelings and experiences feelings and experiences are fickle they have a lot to do with our senses and they can fail us but god's word is one infallible truth that will never fail us so when we talk about love many times we like to reduce god's love to our standards oh this is the way i like i think love should be so if god loves me it should be like this it should feel this way it should feel that way i wrote a couple of things down i mean some people want flowers and chocolate romantic emotional things they want hugs every single day you know there's a study that says women need how many hugs per day that's just crazy like uh, the eight, 10, 16 hogs a day, and then, like, good luck to the man that remembers. <laughs> good luck, because uh, we men were like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so I mean, some people want this, they want that. Okay, I had some guys actually like hogs too, so please, before you are like offend, oh, come on, sir, I like hogs too, please, sir. more power to you. Go ahead with your hogs, <laughs> all right? So, we have a way we like to receive love. I'm I'm sure that if you've read that, there's this book by 
uh, those of you that want to get married or are married i mean it's an awesome book to read on um, the love languages and everything i mean everyone has a way they want to receive love they want like this is my standard of love if you love me you do this if you love me you'll do that so uh, and that one is if you love me you meet my needs so lord lord iphone iphone 9 iphone 9 iphone 15 15 15 no 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 i didn't get it lord wait one two three no iPhone, no iPhone. God doesn't love me. God doesn't love me. Oh, so people experience this happened to me. That happened to me. I was abused. Da, 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 da. God doesn't love me. Come on. God gave his love to us in such a manner that it should never be doubted in this life or the afterlife. That is that is you know when God does things, he doesn't do it like us. He doesn't do it in an emotional way. He doesn't do it in a way that he can come, can go, can fade. No, no, no. And God doesn't forget. Now, does God love us? Yes. How has he demonstrated love to us? We are going to find out. But then, does he do things for us every single day? Yes. The Bible says his mercies are renewed every morning. There are things that he does for us. The air you breathe and many other things are a very, very serious act of love. Now, before someone says, eh, the fact that my life is God's love, eh, calm down. Because in that case, you know, we always ask the question, what about those who died? Are we saying God did not love those people who died? Don't use that kind of very that funny kind of statement. What about those who died? And there are some that were very, very committed, serious Christians. So it's beyond the scope of God's love when you say someone is alive and someone is dead because of God's love. Oh, I was saved from armed robbery. No, remember we spoke about faith. Faith, you know, is a different thing. Faith on its own, how will I put it? Faith, right, uh, is a responsibility of ours. It's we who exercise faith. And so there are many results that come. So someone dies, the other person doesn't die. You're looking at faith there, right? You're looking at faith there. It's faith. You get it's not God because we can if if you if you try to use activities and experiences to weigh God's love, you will fail immediately because not everybody's experience is the same. Some people have seen, Oh my goodness, I was divinely saved. And that person says, Man, we lost our family and loved ones. Okay, so where was the love of God in that? No. The love of God is not anchored on situations, circumstances, and uh, experiences. It is based on one major thing. In fact, I'd like to say this, that love is past tense. One activity, one event that forever destroys the doubt of his love forever. So look at this. John 15 verse 13. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. And he says, Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. So Jesus clearly tells us that if a man lays down his life for his friends, that that love is greater, that expression of love is greater than any other. Why? And I'd like to reason this out. Why would that be? Well, it could be, <laughs> maybe, because you just have one life, right? Uh, when we say YOLO, right? And I mean, that's like scary because it's just your only life. And then to give that one life up, I mean, you're going to die anyway, but to give it up in advance for someone else, I mean, that has to be the greatest display of love you can actually um, express in this life. But then look at this. Jesus doesn't just stop there. In the mouth of Paul, many years later, he begins to better explain that point and i was so stoked when i got to understand this right see what see what he says in romans 5 verse 6 to 8 for when we were still without strength in due time christ died for the ungodly for scarcely for a righteous man will one die yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die so what's he saying he's saying that look christ said a great you know greater love has no man than this than to lay down his life for his friends but then he was talking about himself obviously now when we now see what he did 
the friends in quotes were not people that were his friends they were what we call the ungodly right the people that were unrighteous people who did not deserve it it now says here that he says scarcely will a righteous man die for someone like a good person will hardly die right <laughs> you know um but for a good person someone would even dare to die like it's okay you know what let's see uh if i was going to die for anybody i would die for someone i think that deserves it right i cannot just waste this my one life for one wretch out there who i don't think deserves this death you would die for someone who you actually believe in who you think is a good person who you love but in this case we see that he says but god demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us wow i mean that just blows my mind that just first of all starts the whole love thing now while we were sinners while we were alienated from god while we were disobedient and rebellious fugitives wicked that he died he died for us you know this is when you start thinking about these things you realize that where we're heading to is that love is actually knowledge or god's love is a knowledge is an action that has become common knowledge and by retaining that common knowledge you actually will find that peace around your heart because there's an assurance from the knowledge if you understand what i'm saying now i want you to see something that further buttresses this point that we were not people who deserved salvation first corinthians 6 verse 9 know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of god be not deceived neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers nor effeminate nor abusers of themselves with mankind as homosexuals nor thieves nor covetous nor drunkards nor revilers nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of god are you seeing that now before you start panicking in case this is one of the things you've been doing verse 11 such were some of you such were some of you but you are what washed you are what sanctified you are justified in the name of the lord jesus christ and by the spirit of god i seen that so he explains what we were before if you are born again you're not those things now let me say even if you fall into one of those things you it is no longer who you are or your identity it can be the identity of the unbeliever because that is his nature but for us it is not our identity he says you are washed you are sanctified you are justified in the name of lord jesus so you're seeing that we were not deserving at all we're not deserving we didn't deserve it because some people some people feel so entitled ah, yeah now me by myself <laughs> he should have come and died anyway no we were not deserving in the first place right aha now i want us to notice something because i'm about to read a bunch of verses <laughs> everywhere we see the love of god manifested or mentioned in almost every instance it is in reference to what god has done for us in christ it's not even in reference to what he's doing maybe in the old testament you see a lot of that but in the new you will see that when he talks about god's love and when we say god's love we're talking about the ultimate the epitome the highest demonstration that's one thing you can point to and say this is god's love have you ever uh, had maybe a friend uh, a spouse for those of you who are married or someone you're interested in, or a family member or something that they did something that you're like ah, no this thing they did proves to me that they love me regardless of anything else now uh, well i don't know what that could be there are many different things but god has demonstrated one thing one thing like this to shut your mouth forever that he does not love you let me say this after this one thing if god never does anything for you again it doesn't matter this one thing has proven the fact that god loves you aside from other things whether it's creation whether it's 
um, the air you breathe, the land you live in, the things you have and all that. But this one thing is the guarantee that he loves us. So we're going to read like a bunch of verses. So get ready. John 3.16, of course, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have what everlasting life. So he loved the world that he gave his only son. That word gave his you know, only son is not talking about the incarnation. It is talking about Christ's death. He gave him up. That's what it means. So he died, right? So God's love is here is tied to what? The fact that Christ died. See that? 1 John 3, 16. Hear him perceive with the love of God because he laid down his life for us. Did you see that again? We perceive, we know the love of God. How? Because he laid down his life for us. So in other words, if he didn't lay down his life for us, we would not know his love. His love is that he died. That is the ultimate display of love. Not just dying a normal death, but dying for the ungodly. That is it. First John 4 verse 9. In this was manifested the love of God towards us. Manifest means it was shown, it was demonstrated. Because the, that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we may live through him. Are you seeing that? How was the love of God manifest? That what? He sent his only son into the world that we may live through him. That is how he demonstrated his love. He sent his son. And he says that we may live through him. You're going to see that, that that is sending Christ was, you know, a full package that started with his death and ended with the spirit of God inside us. That is the full package of God's love. 1 John 4 verse 10, Hearing his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Are you seeing this again? The love of God here is again mentioned that what? He sent his son. The love of God is in his son, in Christ Jesus. Romans 5 5, And hope makes no shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to us. See again, the love of God is what? Shed abroad where? In our hearts. In our hearts. In our spirits. The Holy Ghost coming into us is the love of God, which is was or the provision was made by what <laughs> we are talking about. That Christ died. If Christ did not die, the Spirit would not be able to come into us. Definitely, this is the love of God. And look at Re- Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the king of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. So he loved us. What is the proof that he loved us? You now see, and he washed us from our sins in his own blood. His love is tied to the action. Love is an action. Love is not a feeling primarily. Love is an action. And this action was what he did. Notice it's not, not an emotional thing. He it's, See, for you to die for someone is, is not emotional. It's calculated. You have to consider so many things. You know, we've said this before. Before you say, hey, it was God, so he died. What's that? No, no, no. You don't understand. God becoming man, number one, step down. That is, that's already very humiliating for God to become a man. God is infinite, unlimited. God becomes finite for the first time. God can actually be, in quote, killed. <laughs> if you think that Christ could not have been killed, he could have been killed. But he understood authority. He said, I lay down my life. I take it up again. He called it my life. I lay it down. He could have been killed. See that? So it wasn't an easy task. If you think it was easy at the Garden of Gethsemane, where was he like that? Where he said, Lord, if this cup can pass over, let it pass over. Not my will, but yours be done. He has to subject himself to the will of the Father. You think it was easy? It was not easy. It wasn't easy. Through the mouth of David, he said, You will not leave, I know you will not leave my soul in hell and let your holy ones see corruption. Does, does that sound like somebody? Someone is assured, but it doesn't sound like someone that is excited about it. 
the Bible says that for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. So it was a joy that was set before him, which was us, which was that the Father would be redeemed. That was what propelled him to go through the cross. It doesn't mean it was fun. It doesn't mean it was nice. It was a very, very devastating experience. And nobody would look forward to that, to death. Nobody looks forward to death. Even if he knew he would rise from the dead, nobody looks forward to death. Nobody. Well, unless now that we now that Christ has risen from the dead, right? And he shows us that we have endless life. Glory to God. Uh, we can actually look forward to that death because we know that we will live again. YOLO is not for us. We will live again. Glory. <laughs> so he says, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Beautiful. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for an offering and a sacrifice to God for his sweet smelling self. Look at that. As Christ has also loved us. So it says walk in love. It tells you walk in love, right? He now says this is what it means to love, to walk in love. Christ has loved us. How did he love us? He has given himself as an offering and a sacrifice to God. So how do we walk in love? We walk in love by by copying Christ, which is that we what give ourselves an offering and a sacrifice to God. That is how we walk in love. So we can't even walk in love without looking at Christ as an example of the Father. He loves us. Your love work will always be limited by your knowledge of Christ's love for you. Titus chapter 3, verse 4. But after the kindness and love of God, our Savior towards man appeared. Look at that. So after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior towards man appeared. You see that? So what is the kindness and love of God towards man? Is that the Savior came. Are you seeing? It's the same pattern of thought. Same pattern of thought. Romans 8, 39. Nor height, nor death, nor any other creation shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is where in Christ Jesus our Lord. Are you seeing? The love of God is found in Christ Jesus. It's not found anywhere else. The love of God is found where? In Christ Jesus, in his action of redemption. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. So the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, I've explained to you guys that there's a, there's a rule called Kai. You know, the Kai rule in Bible interpretation. The word and when and is not a conjunction, it's an explanation. So the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, that and will be which is the love of God, which is the fellowship of the Spirit. So the love of God is what? The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is what? The fellowship of the Spirit. That's the Spirit of God in us. That's it. <laughs> Ephesians 3 verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge. Now, in the context of this, the love of Christ is already what we've expressed, that the love of Christ is what? Knowledge. Notice they say there is knowledge. Knowledge of what, what he has done. So he's saying that you will be filled with that, you know, you'll be, you'll be rooted and grounded in love, right? Uh-huh. And how would that happen? You'll be able to comprehend with all the sins, the length, breadth, and depth, and height of, you know, and knowing Christ's love, which is, it passes knowledge. Some people say this passes knowledge. Some people say this is surpassing knowledge. But the point of it is that you are filled with the fullness of God by understanding his love for you. So I don't know God loves me. Go and look at what he did and sit down on it, meditate on it. That is where your assurance of his love for you comes from. That is where your confidence that he loves you comes from. Your confidence does not come from daily happenings and activities. Your confidence comes from one event. One event. One event. First John 3 verse 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us. Oh, good Lord. Not just that he has loved us, but what manner? What kind of love? He had to ask, what manner? What kind of love has the Father bestowed on us? That we should not be, that we should be called the sons of God. 
Therefore, the, Lord, the world knows us not because you knew him not. So, the, the manner of love, so what kind of love that we are called the sons of God? We are only called the sons of God because Christ died. And God now lives in us. She says, what manner? Like, mind blown. What kind of love? That's basically what this text is about. God wants you to know his love. <laughs> and that love is a past tense event. That love is an action that he demonstrated many years before you were born. The death, burial, and resurrection of Christ Jesus. The Spirit of God coming into you. God wants to anchor your faith in his love based on what he has done. And not what you think he's doing or not right now. No. What, what is that, that thing you're believing God for that you've not seen yet? No, that's a, that's a faith work issue. It is not God's faithfulness. God's faithfulness, God's love has been shown in Christ Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Oh, I just want to pray with someone right there who has been having difficulty grasping God's love. That the revelation of the things that have been shared here would dawn on your heart. That you realize that God has done this once and for all and that there's nothing that can actually take it away from you once you understand he loves you he loves you oh he loves you glory to jesus hallelujah all right guys that's the end of today's episode god bless you for listening don't forget that we're praying every single morning on mixlr mixlr on the play store and the app store download it's an app then look for Young Ecclesia Nation. Follow us on the app. And every morning by 6 a.m., tune in because we're going to be praying. And that will help strengthen your conviction, strengthen your spiritual life, and help your consistency in your prayer life. Glory to God. All right, guys. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram that's pst.sn, pst.essien. See you there.